Winter Pup Week Sparkies bring you... Who is he? How does his voice sound? What does he look like? These and a dozen unanswered questions race through Pat Ryan's mind as he stands in the dirty little back alley courtyard in Hong Kong. The person he's thinking about is Arachi, the man who never sleeps. The man who has snatched Ginger Lee out of today's activities and taken her... Well, nobody knows where. But even Arachi, clever as he is, cannot help but make mistakes. You'll see what we mean in just a moment. So stand by. Oh, here comes Quake with the bang bang. Right on the duck, that bang bang. Quake, a puffy sparky. The wee stars are from gun. Family's favorite breakfast. The wee stars are from gun. Quake, a puffy sparky. Have vitamins to fail. The easy step to wake the pet. And boy, the beast is well. Here comes Quake with the bang bang. Hello, gang. You ready for a riddle? Then tell me, what does it take to make a pair of shoes? Why, two shoes, of course. Bless my souls. Both of them. Oh, and say, what makes a pair of the keenest ready-to-eat cereals you ever tasted? You all know the answer, gang. It's a double-headed breakfast train shot from guns. Quaker puffed wheat and puffed rice sparkies. Now, here's a tip. For something different for a change, try this. Fill a bowl not with just one, but both kinds of these delicious grains of sun-ripened wheat and rice. You talk about a combination. Just you try it. Add milk and sugar, and for a super special treat, try with some fruit. Fresh, canned, or stewed. Man, no oh man, there's no beating this eating. Both Quaker puffed wheat and puffed rice parkies are shot from guns. Exploded eight times larger. Both have a flavor and a crispness that's delicious, and both are good for you. Furnish restored natural great amounts of vitamin D1, niacin, and iron. Sure as shooting, gang, you'll want to buy both kinds. Look for the famous Quaker Man on each big red and blue package. That means it's the original, the one and only Quaker Puff Wheat and Puff Rice Sparkies. I stood in the small square of the dirty backyard. The yard filled with rubbish and the odor of stale food. In my hand was a sheet of notepaper. I found it pinned to a door. One of the doors had opened onto this dingy little yard. We'll exchange GL for JQ. The note is signed by the letter I. Well, that must be Arachi. There was no doubt about it. In some way, Arachi had abducted Ginger Lee. She walked into the food shop and I waited for her in the cab. If she had come out to the street, I'm sure I would have seen her. She later kept talking and I kept wondering. Wondering what to do next. People just don't drop anything cream on themselves and disappear. They've got to go somewhere. I was sure that even if Arachi did have Ginger Lee, he must have taken her someplace. Possibly out to this yard and then into one of the other houses. Now she's gone. And all we have to show for is a Now she's gone. And all we have to Let's think a moment. Let's try and be sensible. Yes, but I, I feel so helpless, Mr. Ryan. She's gone, and aside from this note, I, 
I don't know which way to turn. Okay, okay. Now, let's go back a bit. She telephones me at the Hong Kong Hotel asking me to come to 141 Tingling Road. That's the food shop, right? Yes. So I come here, or rather to the front door. You're out there in a cab waiting. We come into the shop, but it's deserted. Ginger is gone. No trace. We come out through the back door... We find this penciled note, and now we know that Irachi has taken Ginger away. Which brings us up to date. And here we are. Right. Now, where did Ginger telephone from? There's no phone in that wrecked food shop. Maybe one of these other buildings. Right. But we can look. I don't suppose anyone will stop us. All right. Better not try. Come along. We'll try this back door first. Right off, that we're looking for a needle in a haystack. Irachi is playing his own game, and... Doing much too good at it to suit me. We banged on the doors. We went in and out of the ramshackle houses that backed up on this yard. But there was no telephone. And the Chinese occupants were as puzzled about us as we were about them. Ah, we drew a blank. So in desperation, I finally went to a curio shop about two blocks away and called up Big Jim Proudhorn. What? She's gone? But Ryan, how in the name of... Uh, yes, I know you don't know, but yes. Yes, you'd better come back here. Bring a later with you. And bring that note. This whole thing's fantastic. I don't know whether it's a job for the police or not. And there you have the story, Jim. Have you anything to add to it, Elena? No. Uh, here's the note we found. Yes, I read it. You can see for yourself. Irachi is back of everything. Forced Ginger to phone you, asked you to come to 141 Tingling Road, and left this note for you to find. Wants to exchange Ginger Lee for John Quill. Well, look here, Ryan. I'm going to call Doc Quill in here. We'll tell him the story. Why bother him? He may as know what a mess we're in, Pratt. Huh? Why bother him? Because I think he ought to know, that's why. You and Mr. Lay wait here. Say, Doc, can you come in a minute? I'd like to talk to you. Dr. John Quill listened quietly to the entire story. He read the one-line note which Iraqi had left behind for me to find. And then, Quill sat for many minutes before he spoke. No, I don't claim to be a detective or a tracer of missing persons. But from what you've told me and from this note, well, several things are suggested. That's what we need, Doc. Suggestions and lots of them. As you all know, I've been under a, a spell, shall we say. A long-range control which Hirachi has been able to exert over me from time to time. Yes, yes, we know. Now then... Since being here in Hong Kong, in this hotel, I've seen no visitors, had no personal phone calls. I've been completely cut off from all contacts. That's right. The idea was, and still is, I believe, to try and lure Irachi out of hiding, trick him into trying to reach me, and then catch him. That's right. Yes, but it appears that Irachi suspected the plan, and so he approached the problem from another angle. He took over Ginger Lee. Now he has, as he says in that note, Mr. Ryan, a proposition. The girl in exchange for me. But we know... Just know. a know. moment, gentlemen, uh, please. Now, suppose I agreed. Uh, suppose we agreed to the exchange. How would we get in touch with the sleepless one? Uh-huh. I see what you mean. Well, I don't. I mean this, Mr. Proudhorn. We'll hear again from Irachi. We don't know where to find him, but he knows where we are. Mm-hmm. Then you don't think any harm will come to Ginger? Oh, no, Mr. Later. I think wherever she is, she's unharmed. She's simply Irachi's, uh... Well, his item for bargaining. You see, he's lost his hold on my mind. He knows that, and he wants to regain it. He thinks we'll make a deal with him. 
I'm quite willing to do so, because I don't want anything to happen to Miss Lee. I don't want her to yeah, be an victim of something that doesn't concern her. Your Archie hates me. I can't change that. Yes, 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 yes. We know how you feel, Dr. Quill, but as you say, and I think you're right, we will hear from Mirachi again. Yes, maybe a letter, phone call, something like that. So, there's no use going to the police. Hey, that reminds me, in all this new trouble, we've com- completely forgotten about Terry and Carter. <laughs> no, we have Still locked up at the police station. I said, uh, how's that, Jim? I say they haven't been forgotten. I've done some telephoning, pulled a few wires. Uh, what time is it now? A little after five. They should be back here any minute. All this ginger business will be quite a shock to Terry. Somebody I hate to go to the authorities about this, but we may have to. Uh, yeah, see who it is, Elena. Ginger. Ginger. Ginger, is she all right? Well, come on, stand out loud. What's on earth? Uh, are you all right? Oh, I've been shopping. I think Hong Kong is so exciting. You should have been with me, Elena. But uh, I was with you, Ginger. What in the world happened to you? Yes, after you telephoned to me, I hurried over to the lunchroom. You said... What? You uh, do remember calling me up, don't you? Calling you up? Oh, you sure you mean me? Yes. <laughs> Are you all playing some kind of a game? But no, I can see from your faces that you're serious. Why do you look at me like that? Have I changed so much? I don't think so. I'm really quite well. Uh, uh, sit down, Ginger. Uh, we're just glad to see you. you you've been... Uh, just where have you been all this past few hours? Well, just in some shop. Uh, alone? Yes. Well, later, I wished you were along, or Terry, or somebody. I wanted to buy all sorts of things. Uh, and Ginger. Nothing... Yes, Mr. Wright? Don't you recall telephoning to me? You must have remembered doing that. You're right. Perhaps somebody told you that you done something. Uh, just, just a moment, please, Dr. Crow. Well, Ginger? No. I don't remember anything. What? You don't no, 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 no. Now, wait, wait, wait just a second, all of you. Ginger. Let me have your purse, will you? I, I want to look through it. <laughs> I know it isn't the gentlemanly thing to do, oh, it's but... it's all right, Mr. Ryan. But I don't see... No, what... no, neither do I. Of course, I may be wrong, but... What are you looking for? Uh-huh. For this. Yep. We've already heard from Iraqi once today. Now, look here, Jim. A second note, and it's from Irachi, too. But the first note said he wanted to exchange Ginger Lee for Dr. Quill, and here she is. She's here, Ryan. What in the name of... What does it all mean? It means that Ginger is doing exactly what Irachi told her to do. What? Yes. She doesn't remember, does she? Because Irachi is doing the same thing to her he did to Dr. Quill. I tell you, we're dealing with a devil. We're dealing with a... I can't find words to explain. But, Jim, unless we start fighting the man who never sleeps, we'll all come under his fantastic control. There's more to this strange event, much more. And poor Ginger doesn't know or understand that she is under the Arachi spell, but it can be broken. It must be. So stand by for a look ahead. Flake of puff wheat parties the wheat that shot from guns. Here comes Flake with the bang bang. Right out of that step, bang bang. All right, gang, you ready? Here's a list of winners of Bruin watches in the big ABC contest. Here we go. George L. Bankston, Berkeley, California. Christine Tucker, LaGrange, Georgia. Fred Egloff, Chicago, Illinois. 
Martha Lee Chaston, Decatur, Illinois. Peter Tiffany, Geneso, Illinois. Joan Corman, Fort Wayne, Indiana. Edward Sellinger, Baltimore, Maryland. Faith Carberg, Medway, Massachusetts. Dick Watcherock, Bay City, Michigan. Bobby Haig, Alexandria, Minnesota. Joe Shelton, Jr., Lee's Summit, Missouri. James Kobelart, Clifton, New Jersey. Lawrence Oliver, Irvington, New Jersey. Thomas Wolf, Bronx, New York. William J. Streeter, Buffalo, New York. Richard Keenley, Port Byron, New York. James Henry McMullen, Chelsea, Oklahoma. Jack Price, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Gene Hayes, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Clyde Ward, Lebanon, Tennessee. Dan E. Hawk, Dallas, Texas. Dale Zabisky, Salt Lake City, Utah. Curtis Lucado, Roanoke, Virginia. Robert B. McMurray, Madison, Wisconsin. And Roy Purcell, Kentwood, Louisiana. And be sure and stay tuned for Sky King and more names of Bruin Watch winners. Serena Pirates is dramatized for radio by Albert Barker, who says it isn't hypnotism, nothing like that, but perhaps a strange, unusual method of taking control of somebody's mind for a few moments at a time. Yes, our friends are mixed up in a dangerous business, as they'll find out with a bang tomorrow. Same time, same station. <laughs> This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.